0: What up, fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, I am headed to Philadelphia. Abe and I will be going to Sixers Nets for Ben Simmons' return. We talk about all the crazy trades and quarterback movement. Rust to the Broncos, Wentz to the Commanders. Watson may be on the move, yet Aaron Rodgers is parked at home. And finally, we chat about Calvin Ridley. Should he be able to gamble on games on his own team to win, or should he not? Should he be suspended for the entire season? Snapback FAM new app. The Baltimore Let's get
1: Ravens it. select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own, all
0: year, every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh, he broke his ankles! Up for the Oh, blocked by James. Lamar's gonna win the football game. Lamar's gonna
1: win the football game. For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is
0: over. Bryant, put the jumper. What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Setterman. Joining me today, is, as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, this is the Mm-mm-mm. most packed episode. Woo! Turn off a return. This is like Jordan coming off three, off a three-peat, coming back after retirement. There's so much to talk about and none bigger than what's going on on Thursday. But let me ask you, what is on your mind today?
1: You know what, Jack? I am just... <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm tearing up here. I I am so grateful. I am so grateful today on when, well, when this comes out Thursday, March 10th. In a few short hours when you're listening to this, I'll be able to be in the same room with my best friend since we were nine years old. I just beat a horrible stomach virus over the last 48 hours. And what, like, I'm grateful for life and friendship. And, I mean, that's all nice and all. But tonight, Thursday, March 10th, not only am I the most excited I've been for a sporting event, and I don't know how long, but I learned three hours ago that I now get to see my other best friend twice a year in Carson Wentz. In the, you know, he's going to make them re the name back to Redskins, honestly. But... <laughs> What a time to be alive in Philadelphia right now. And you acknowledge it today. I am just, I'm
0: grateful. I'm grateful. Sports are back in. in sports life. are in. Sports uh, are in. Knicks have won two in a row. If you're listening to this on Thursday, call it three in a row after a big W over the Mavs. Uh, so I guess I'm in, on, I'm in on sports for a little. Texas should be in the tournament. But they're thriving in Philadelphia. You get that whack-ass quarterback back in your division. You're 5-0 and since the Harden trade. You've got Ben coming to town. I got to come down to Philly. I got to reset. You got to fix this shit. There's just just too much. Because if I don't come, then, like, New Jersey will invade Philadelphia, and it will be, like, some bad shit. So I'm just going to come. I'm going to reset it. Maybe Nets win tomorrow, spoil the party a little bit. Sure. Something light. Yeah. Honestly, Honestly,
1: couldn't care less if the Nets win tomorrow. Yeah. Couldn't
0: care less. All right. Let's talk about it. Sixers, Nets. In Philadelphia, I'm taking the train down Thursday morning. We'll be going to the game where I believe we're across from the bench. Um, not courtside, but row double-A. Row double-A is pretty good, though. First row behind courtside, center court. There we go. Um, so I we're going to be a little distant from Ben, but the anticipation is he's going to be in the building. If he cops out. He can't. What, he can't. He can't. He he can't at this point.
1: He can't. He commented on a Barstool Philly post that said... Was that real? That was real. And he deleted the comment. No, he deleted the comment. He commented on a Barstool Philly post saying likewise that he's excited. I see Ben Simmons doing this like something you would do. Some calculated douchebag move where, like, he they start booing. He's not in the game. He's, like, raising his arms up at the crowd, encouraging them, like, feeding into it. And you know what? It's all, like, the reports are coming out that Ben's camp clutch is prepared soon to file a grievance to recoup some of the money that he lost in the fines when he was in Philadelphia earlier this year. And... Sixers Twitter is trying to spin it like you know what everyone. Let's take the condescending approach. Let's cheer him so he has nothing to because they're using tomorrow night or tonight Thursday night as a huge point to why he couldn't play in Philadelphia. And everyone's like, you know what? Let's cheer him. Let's make sure he doesn't get that. Fuck that. You think I care about these billionaires' pockets? Absolutely not. If Cl- Clutch put this out, that they're filing a grievance because they want a thousand twenty-year-olds from Delaware County throwing a Bud Light onto the court <laughs> and just giving them fuel to the fire for their case, so they can recoup the money that Ben lost. And you know what, Clutch? If you need someone to cross the line. Hit my DMs. I'll do it. I don't care. I don't care about Josh Harris's pockets. I care about making that imbecile's life for 48 minutes tomorrow a living hell. He should sit in a glass box on the bench, to be honest. Or they should play the game in a hockey rink with glass. Because I think something will get thrown on the court tomorrow. I think you set the over-under at... Hmm, Four and a half courtside fans that get kicked out tomorrow. A few lifetime bans from Wells Fargo Center. And they're all warranted. They're all warranted. And if this isn't... If Clutch making the grievance now after the March 10th game isn't an indication on him just trying to use this to make his money back, then I don't know what... Like, they're begging us. They are begging us to harass this guy to no end. But... The fact that a few weeks ago at Ben's press conference in Brooklyn, he made it a point to say it was never about the fans. But now Thursday wants to be a sticking point into why he needs the money back from the fans. Excuse me, Jack. Can I have a little bit of consistency, please, with the side of my cheesesteak? That's all I'm asking for. I want to make this moron's life a living hell for 48 minutes. I don't think I've ever made a sign and brought it to a sporting event before maybe when I was eight I'm genuinely considering of buying a box of crayons tomorrow and making a sign I don't know if the sign will say thank you for giving us James Harden I don't know if the sign will say you're trash for at Call of Duty I don't know if the sign will say it's 7553 and Ben Simmons still sucks like a stupid college sign but I'm considering making the sign tomorrow I don't think I'm gonna wear anything preposterous I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to do. But I genuinely think tomorrow night, Jack, we are walking in to the most toxic environment in sports history. I think if you go back and you watch the video of LeBron's first return to Cleveland, he played in that game and he dominated when he was in Miami. Ben's not even playing in this game. And I think it's going to be that much worse. And to to make matters even worse... I think Seth Curry gets a standing ovation when he's announced in the starting lineup. Yeah, the fans here, that. the fans here love Seth. I think I'll give Drummond a golf clap. I'm not going to stand up for Drummond. I <laughs>
0: respect, respect Drummond. Um, you're also, you're also not going to sit down for three hours either. So you won't need to stand up for Andre Drummond. You already be on your feet. What do you think the difference will be between tomorrow night, Thursday night's game? And if or when Ben finally does play in a game back in Wells Fargo. Like, do we think – obviously, it sucks he's not on the floor. But do we think this is the one that everyone gets over the hump? And then it's, it's, just it's consistent? not consistent. It's not a one. It's every time of he course, steps foot in this arena. Celtics fans are still booing Kyrie, right? So, yes, it's never going to go away. We totally understand that. But is this the peak or game one of the Eastern Conference Finals that, like – he plays is that the peak i think it's got to be wait, tonight hold, wait, hold on
1: you just said east eastern conference finals i know i think you guys are gonna go no 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 no. i know <laughs> i get that I'm talking about Brooklyn. Move past
0: that which do you think would be a bigger event i
1: think i think he's he's smart for showing up tomorrow and sh- i think actually this is the best thing that ben simmons could do i think he was never going to play in this game and I think if you don't show face, you're only building anger more in Philadelphia. And then you walk in game one of the first round, if you get past Toronto or two teams in the play in tournament at this rate, then you have the, atmos- the playoff atmosphere mixed with the emotions of Ben Simmons. I think Ben is smart for getting it out of the way now. And But... Nonetheless, if he plays in the playoffs for the first three quarters when he's playable, it'll be a living
0: hell for him. And then he'll be on the bench in the fourth quarter, and it won't really matter. Fair enough. All right, I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun. We got some what are, what are your?
1: On. What are your – are you just going to – observe as a non bi like you're not dumb enough to
0: stand up and like I mean even if you did stand up and cheer for him, nobody's gonna hear you. No one's gonna hear me. That's why I wanted the Ben Ten jersey so that I could actually rock and and, you know, be a fan for tomorrow night. I DM'd him, I said I'm excited to see you. I was thinking about even hitting up my guy Daryl, like hey, can I would you introduce me to Ben? Like really excited to see him back in Philadelphia I don't know. Like this is an amazing moment for my guy Ben Simmons to return to Philly and, you know, kind of squash those demons and then hopefully beat them in the playoffs. So it's gonna be I great. am so goddamn excited. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh speaking of excitement, let's move to the NFL. Crazy awesome. What a season. week. Every is day. <laughs> every single day. Is officially underway. Um We were going to talk about yesterday's news, but today's news is that Carson Wentz still is getting traded for draft picks, low draft picks, and is going to the Washington Commanders. They apparently had a better offer on the table for Russ that they either Russ didn't accept or the Seahawks didn't like it, and so they land on Carson Wentz. That is disgusting. (laughs) Imagine willingly giving up. Draft compensation for a guy
1: like when will we accept that Carson is who he is?
0: He is Dan Orlovsky hasn't. He tweeted. Oh, had, had, what? Yeah, what, what did he have to say today? He said he said something along the lines of, "I'll you know I've said it before I'll say it again. This is a make or break season for Wentz's <laughs> career." Like, like Dan. <laughs> They lost. They they had the whole season in front of them. Carson has
1: more make or break seasons than a fucking Jenga tower.
0: (laughs) It's insane. Yeah, I don't think this is that big a news in the grand scheme of things. It's fun, especially with the Ben stuff happening at the same time. But broadly, you know, a non mover knocks Washington out of the playoffs.
1: I think Carson Wentz is officially. We can officially put him in that category going forward for the rest of his career. Is an incompetent franchise can convince himself that he can push them a little bit over the edge until they find their next guy he's kind of a teddy bridgewater he's he's a bridge quarterback now he'll get you to the next one he's not going to be too bad to the point where they're at a position to draft a bryce young or a cj stroud next year um but he's not going to be good enough to get them to the playoffs so you're Which looking is also
0: at also the worst case scenario is you need a quarterback who can help you tank or else you have to give up a lot of draft. exactly the worst up. thing you can do is trade for a quarterback that's gonna win you seven games the question is was Wentz at the hands of those games or like Jonathan Taylor had a historic season and that Colts defense was spectacular like this Washington team that's probably a little worse, are they even going to win seven games? Who knows? But if you're Washington, it's a match made in heaven. You've got one of the most incompetent Oh, franchi- uh, okay. You've got one of the most incompetent franchises trading for one of the biggest jokes of a quarterback in the league. So we'll just leave it at that. I'm sure there will be a, a lot more Wentz content on this pod as NFL season rolls around. In the meantime, We've talked about Philly too much, so let's go to the actual headliners. A-Ron, Aaron Rodgers, is returning to the pack. Contract details were revealed. He denies them. It's going to be a team-friendly deal. Even with the reported contract, four years, 200 mil, it apparently cut into the cap, which proves the cap is fake. We've known that all (laughs) along. I posted that I was shocked by this news. The audience and the fam responded, how are you shocked? It's just because you're listening to the big media. You're not listening to Rodgers. He said very clearly what he wants. Okay. I understand that. We hate the big M as much as you do. When I said I was shocked, I did not anticipate four years. This guy was considering retirement. He's 38 years old. He hates the Packers. So if anything, I thought it'd be a one and one I thought it'd be a two-year deal, a four-year Still deal. Still could still could still could right the contract hasn't been officially reported but that's what shocks me i I didn't see him going back to green bay though but he's that's why yeah that's why i think i think
1: you're right and this was a shock all along i said out of of breaking news i might have been wrong i said that in all likelihood i think retirement or i think a new team is way more likely than him going to green bay you have that showing in the not even was it the NFC Championship? No, mm, it no. wasn't. Not even the NFC Championship against San Fran. You have the how it ended the year before with LaFleur kicking the field goal. It just seemed like this was all heading to an end with Green Bay, so I'm shocked. Um as far as Rogers going back to Green Bay and all the other news that we'll get to in a little bit, I mean it solidifies that he's hands down far and beyond the best quarterback in the conference. Um, And that'll be really cool if it gets him to an NFC championship game again.
0: Like He really will be the best quarterback in that conference. By far. By yeah, far. Brady's gone. Russ is gone. Kyler's playing baseball, it seems. so. Yeah, Wentz a, is in. When, back, <laughs> Wentz is back, though. <laughs> Wentz is I back. Wentz is back. I didn't think about that. Yeah, so, uh, but, yeah, who cares? The, who the weirdest cares, part, though, really? wave is they obviously then tag Devontae. Last dance? What type of last dance did we just watch? Like, they made a whole ordeal over the whole season. He was such a drama. I'm over Rodgers. I'm fully over Aaron Rodgers. Congrats on going back to Green Bay. Once again, your conference to win. Division should be a cakewalk. Get the job done. I don't even care at this point. I'm done. I'm glad it's done. But in Aaron Rodgers fashion, of course it's not even done because how have they not announced the contract details? At this point. So, F you Aaron Rodgers. He's literally just... This is actually the dumbest thing he could have done. He is fully setting himself up for failure. Yeah. There he's is now, nothing... He's targeted as being, like, people rooting for him to lose.
1: That's not not that's not that's even what I'm saying. He's at the point where people are so fed up with his drama and understand how good of a talent he is that it's like, we don't give a shit what you do. Just win a Super Bowl and we'll lay off. Anything below that, he fell short. Like so how many quarterbacks in this league can go into a, a season and if they go to the AFC champ or NFC Championship game, it's a successful year? A lot of them. A lot of them. Aaron Rodgers even playing in a Super Bowl and losing is a disappointing season for all the amount that he's talked, for all the drama and reality TV that he's circulated around this upcoming season. And for what? He's just going back to the same roster. Like, you have to win. You have to win. I get it. The club with with Stafford, with Foles, with Flacco, with Breeze, with Mahomes. It's a fun club to be in. It's a really cool room to be in. There's drinks. There's food. The the one ring club. The one ring club. But if you want people off your back, you have to win. And. Just going back to Green Bay and running it back, I'm sorry. I get it. The NFC is a little bit more wide open and everything because quarterbacks Brady left and everything. But you lost to Jimmy G. At home. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in the snow. Like, there's nobody that you can confident, Like, You are the favorite to come out of the NFC next year, without a doubt. You, you should be by a landslide. And if you don't do it, it's a failure. And then after we're going to see him in the first round, the second round, the third round, the Super Bowl, moping off the field off a loss and everyone's going to say, here's Rodgers done?" You know what I actually hope it's a 4-year deal cuz I I don't, right. don't want to deal don't with this bullshit. Hear. I don't yeah. want to deal with this bullshit. No, he's
0: going to do a 1 and 1 and 1 and 1 type contract. Invent that and every offseason he's going to do Yeah, where meditation. he gets the bot.
1: Buy- oh, where do you stand? Are you selling your shares? Are you well, how do you feel as an owner? How, as an you an got owner, this deal done. Are you, you proud?
0: Know, You bring back a reigning MVP. That's obviously huge for the franchise. You bring back the star wide receiver. That's also huge for the franchise. But the guy's annoying, and we've wasted a pick on Jordan Love, so a bit conflicted. But overall, if you're a Packers fan, you're happy. If you're an NFC North opponent, you're sad, and that's the state of what the NFC looks like for the past 10 years. A team who I have immense respect for because they clearly had a big-time offer on the table for Aaron Rodgers they pivoted very quickly is the Denver Broncos they went all in on Russell Wilson we like to hate or joke about Russ and his MVP bid on this pod but that is in part because I like trolling the Seahawks Pete Carroll's a dud of a coach they love to run the ball their O-line's awful their de- their defense was terrible with Blitz boy now I like Russ and people have seemed to bury his career they say that he's washed he was coming off a broken finger. I know he's 33 years old. It's a little bit on the other side of the hill. But come on. Ann Rogers is one MVP, he's 38. Tom Brady, we know. This seems to be the new NFL. I love their offensive weapons, of course. I think they have a solid defense. I constantly pick the Broncos to be decent. They could only be so decent. They dropped Vic Fangio, who's about 98 years old when it comes to his play calling. And they pick up a creative OC or creative head coach and hack it. So I love this move for Denver. It paid off for the Rams with Stafford, paid off for the Bucks with Brady. Maybe this is a different tier. I don't even necessarily think it is, but I don't think their teams are as advanced as maybe Tampa and L.A. was. But this is the, this is the new way to do it, and I'm all for it. Go for it while you have the, the draft capital.
1: I was going to say, I think the, the Rams this year have groomed us into thinking, like, pushing all your chips in will work all the time. And how many times do we talk about how hard, how lucky you have to get to win a Super Bowl? hundred percent. But but the the Bucks had the, the Bucks had the goat and the Rams had a great roster and the Broncos have a great roster. They don't have the best receiver in football and Cooper cup, but the Rams got lucky throughout the year, just like it happens. And uh, listen, I think the Broncos are, right up there with the Chiefs and Bills and as far as contenders for the AFC. Don't get me wrong. I think this puts them there. But in the same breath, it's like, okay, if they don't win one with Russ, then what? You you sacrifice a lot of your future. And there's another sticking point. There's another thing I want to talk about in regards to this trade, and I think it's the biggest thing that nobody's talking about. How long do we have to wait? before we talk about the Seattle Seahawks as a fake franchise.
0: Ooh. That's going to take a minute.
1: Jack, you trade the 10th overall pick this year for Jamal Adams, and then you trade Russell Wilson back for the 9th? That's just not GMing. That is fake (laughs) franchise shit. And then you release Bobby Wagner. You have DK and Lockett there who are going to want to go elsewhere, who probably will go elsewhere. They went to a. They won a Super Bowl, so it's tough to say. Like that doesn't fall in the been, criteria. It's been
0: some years though, Abe, and, it's you been know, some years. They went to two. Some...
1: They went to two. It's just like I don't know. They are going nowhere anytime. I mean, listen. Actually, who am I kidding? I'm a huge Drew Lock fan. But I just want to be there early. I would like to sit in the front seat, and you can drive of the Seattle Seahawks are a fake franchise.
0: I, I, look, I've trolled this the Seahawks for years now, especially on this podcast. I uh, It's going to take a little, but it's also going to happen way faster than most. It's worth the have. wait. Like, they'll when, win. F- pro Seattle. Pro four Seattle, games next year? Five games next year? Yeah, at, at most. Pro Seattle is, you know, you had Russell Wilson. You won a Super Bowl. Uh, Seattle's a great city. You got Amazon, and you got Starbucks started mm, there. You got rain. On the con side, and then the pro is their fan base, and the crowd will keep them up. But like any crowd in sports, the crowd is only excited when there's a good product on the field, and that's going to be a shitty product for a few years. They released Bobby Wagner, that one, I guess explain this to me. Why release him? Like, why not trade him? What's the logic there? There's probably something behind
1: the cap that nobody understands, but the cap is fake and the amount of money they'll save here and there. But I do promise you that 32 people my age looked at their
0: phone from a different fan base and said last night, yo, we got to sign Bobby Wagner because <laughs> I did. I definitely would love to sign Bob. We need him, though. We, I don't know about you guys. Eagles haven't had a linebacker in 30 years. We need him, and he could be our new Ray, which would be fun. So – yeah, they're great, great move by Denver, in my opinion. You ask, like, okay, if they don't win that, and it is a different. They go from they're going to be in a category of cute contenders, potentially. It'll take some time to determine are they legit or are they cuties? Because there's been Russell Wilson teams before that were absolutely just cuties, and they played out as such but they also have the chance to be contenders all those other teams stafford i thought they got launched into that contender category obviously with brady but what is the alternate right they're the worst team ever drafting quarterbacks you know they draft brock they draft Locke. they could have drafted russ 12 years ago they took brock actually right before russ um so I I just don't think you have to get lucky to win Super Bowl. You got to get lucky when you're drafting a franchise guy. That's why I say, especially Russ comes to his press conference and says, "I'm gonna you know play till I'm 43." If you've got a if you've got Russ Wilson for 10 years, it's he, said a good deal. he said he that. He said
1: that in Denver. Yeah, hmm.
0: ambitious Russ.
1: Oh, he is Mr. Unlimited. Unlimited. But we need dangerous. to talk about the fact the re- the reason that I think. That Seattle's a fake franchise. Also, is I kind of think they got fleeced in this deal. Uh, two I mean, first, in... two seconds. I think I don't think they had much leverage, considering they probably had better. There's rumors that Philly had a deal on the table. There's rumors that Washington had a deal on the table. But at the end of the day, Russ could choose where he wanted to go. Right. But he chose division with Mahomes and Herbert in it. I saw a tweet. It was like, congratulations, uh, Denver Broncos went from having the fourth best quarterback in their division to the third best quarterback in their
0: division <laughs> the herbert it's love like- i'm just saying pump the brakes mahomes you know he's gonna fall off the rail soon and ironically it was the raiders what? who it was the raiders who went to the playoffs last year uh out of that division with mahomes so i like the move for denver seattle i think do they get fleeced maybe because you're trading it you're never winning that deal right that unless you Get no. rid of Jared Goff. You're never trading your quarterback away and winning the deal. I guess Indianapolis, similar scenario. What was really rare about this deal and why I think people are having a tough time grasping it, they actually got like a few good players back, like Fant's an excellent player. The D-lineman apparently is really, really good. So. It's normally just a straight pick swap, and so they're like, "Well, they didn't get three first like the rest of the teams." I think that's the disparity and all. So, and I think I thought it would
1: be better players too. I thought like Bradley, Ch- Drewlock is there for the swag, so that sells jerseys. But I thought there'd be better. Play- I thought like Bradley Chubb would be involved or someone. Like I don't know. Maybe I, mean, I thought once you get to that, oh, that point, you know. Maybe I thought I thought that three first round picks was the starting point, right? In, in a deal for Russell Wilson, what was and the, it was only two, and I think
0: Eagles offer. There wasn't one, but Jalen Hurts is the guy, and we're ready to go. Okay. Uh, so last, move, QB combo before, last QB combo before the break. D- randomly just came out, and this was a source that, you know, not as reputable as me or maybe, you know, Adam, but said that Watson's trial, this is confirmed, uh, or at least they're looking over the evidence on Friday, could be a decision as soon as Friday on Deshaun Watson's playing status. And if he got cleared... Pittsburgh would be the ones who would. Trade I mean, for that's him. a match made in heaven.
1: That's a match made in heaven.
0: In in terms of what?
1: Football character, just everything.
0: Yeah, no, everything. I, I, it's a I match tweeted, made in heaven. Like to go from Ben to Watson would be just like Pittsburgh is already the most disgusting franchise in the league, and like this would be perfect. Forget
1: franchise. Pittsburgh's just a dirty city. Yeah, that's That's it. a match made in heaven. You you get into the division with Baker and Burrow, like, it, it's it's perfect. Yeah. On but the, there's also well, one field. more quarterback in the news. Who's that? There's a, another quarterback in the news, the Giants. Did you see who they're interested in? Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky. Mm,
0: that's the guy. That's the guy. That's
1: a QB I don't want to. Imagine a division with, Hertz. <laughs> with Dak, Hurts, Trubisky, and Wentz.
0: I mean, I'm you
1: know. going to guarantee we win the division next year. What do you mean? Well, no NFC East team has repeated as champion since 2003, 2004. And the other two teams that wouldn't have won it this year have Wentz and
0: Trubisky. Right. But you guys. Well, I guess Trubisky win. did go to. Why? You're not going to win the division. Let's go back to Watson real quick. Aside from how gross everything to do with it would be on-field fit fantastic i mean they're a pretty good team he's used to playing with no online that no line ben's the worst quarterback ever last year he would be a major upgrade it would make you know Burrow the, probably the third best quarterback in the division which would be crazy after the whole internet gawk gawked 3000 him all offseason um so i hope that watson doesn't end up in pittsburgh i'd rather them go with the rookie trubisky something like that um definitely don't want Watson you sound AFC. scared of Watson. you sound Absolutely. scared no he's a very good quarterback you never want a very good quarterback. I mean
1: what is what a time to be alive if you root for a team in the NFC the AFC is absurd yeah absurd let's go through it Mahomes yep. Jalen uh I almost said Stafford uh Wilson Burrow Herbert um, who Mac else Mac uh, Trevor Lawrence. Mac Jones. Trevor Lawrence. Davis Mills. Who else do we have? Oh. Mills. Davis. No, not, not Mills. Not Mills. No. are Carr. Carr. Car, car. Hmm. Tua. Tua. There are... Oh, and then Lamar. Forgot yeah. about Lamar. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, you have got to be... You what? can't be encourage that you're going to see a team super bowl in
0: the next 10 years. Ten, but like who's winning them? Five. Next 5 years? Like you can't
1: I, confidently you can't confidently say that your team's going to go to the super bowl in the next 5 years.
0: No. I have a bigger have, base no to stand can. on. No one can.
1: <laughs> I think I have a higher podium to stand on that the Eagles will be in a super bowl in the next 5 years and the Ravens will.
0: Like you don't just given that we have the best quarterback in the league, and you have an awful quarterback. And the how quarterback how is-
1: can you okay? You can you can call Hurts awful and everything, and I don't care. And sure, but how can you like actually like have a sports platform and people like trust your opinion and take your betting picks and everything? Like you actually have people's like livelihoods at stake with your yeah. platform that you have and the power that you have, and you're literally saying that Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback in football. The it's guy didn't make big. the playoffs last year
0: he he didn't play last, he didn't play the last 6 games of the season. So, to say that he didn't The make best the quarterback
1: in football I, I okay, I admit I was trolling just now when I named all those quarterbacks. The AFC is loaded and Lamar's in that conversation. Jack. I'm not I'm I'm actually just like being dead ass with you. Like I care a lot about other people. You have like kids and uh, young adults and adults who genuinely rely on you to make them money and to f- pay their bills with your betting picks and your sports insight you can't just come on here and say that i mean i understand that give me i understand snapback sports is your roster i under i understand snapback sports is your is your company and i it's it's everything and i'm only a little small piece of it but this is my small piece the podcast and i I can't sit here
0: what because the last time you saw us with the healthy roster we're 14 and 2 you You did what and you did what? And Lamar's gotten better. And you did what? And you and did lost. what? And we lost. Because we know how when? hard it is. Huh? We lost in the, the, in the second round. round. But he was, the, he was the unanimous MVP. Unanimous, meaning no Oh, cool,
1: cool, vote. cool, cool, cool. So cool. He was he's the gotten MVP. better
0: from then. We've added Rashad Bateman. Hollywood Brown's a stud. Mark Andrews is the best tight end in the league. Hollywood Brown's a what? He's a stud. He was balling. He was balling. And then we got to move. Lamar we got to move. Come. We got to move, Jack. This isn't, this isn't fair to your The boys. Ravens, this is what's going to happen. Oh, we forgot
1: Sammy El- Sam Ellinger.
0: This is what's going to happen. Just last statement on the Ravens. Because Lamar technically is in the news, the fact that he doesn't sign his contract. Lamar's going to come back fully healthy. He's going to have a whole off season with Gus Edwards, J.K. Mm-hmm. Dobbins, a revamped offensive line, Kay. Rashad Bateman year two, Hollywood Brown year four, Mark Andrews. They're going to play a fourth-place schedule, Kay. and they're going to be favorites in – how many games do you play now? 17? They're going to be favorites in 15 mm-hmm. or 16 of their 18 games, and they're going to win 12 of them because that's what Lamar does. He wins the games. And then people will be like, oh, I remember this guy who was 8-3, and three, the one seed – Leading, had more yards than half the league, uh, halfway through the season. And people are going to fucking remember. And that's what's going to happen. After the break, Calvin Ridley. You're a piece of shit. After the break, Calvin Ridley will be betting on Lamar to win MVP. And we're going to talk about it. We'll be right back. What up, fam? We are back. You know who won't be back for the 2022 NFL season? That's your star wide receiver in Atlanta, Calvin Ridley. Why, you ask, Jack? Well, because Calvin Ridley took a break. And we're very pro-mental health on this podcast. We've even gotten Abe to back up Ben Simmons briefly, very briefly before. And when Calvin Ridley decided to shut it down for the season to work on himself, we were for that. What we didn't know was that he was then tuning in and taking the people's pick-em on a weekly basis. Calvin Ridley suspended for the 2022 NFL season after gambling on NFL games. Where do we start? How do we attack this? Because we're very pro-gambling. I mean, how many, Tibet. Yeah, how many times has your mental health been affected when you lost to parlay? The Every single time. The whole, yeah, the irony to the whole thing is like, we actually don't know, chicken or the egg, what came first. Could this have come from a gambling addiction? Like, genuinely, yes. Um, he claims... Oh, he no, we can't... No, 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 We're not talking addiction. Why? Because he said he's not addicted? I'm pretty sure Because you can't just someone thing.
1: bet. You were making because fun of <laughs> me...
0: Wait, you were making fun of me for betting on... on NHL games. If Calvin
1: Ridley was betting on hockey, then yeah, we can say he had a gambling addiction. <laughs> but he wasn't. He was betting on NFL Sunday because he he's one of on us. Matt
0: Ryan. That's he the was same one thing of us. Do.
1: In a parlay. In a An parlay. Teamer. An eight. Okay. Uh, ju- okay. Just exactly. That's where I want to start. Just as far as the punishment goes, I think one year is fine. Because at the end of the day, and he's if he's going to appeal this. By admitting that he was wrong, and by admitting that he bet and giving a dollar amount, you're not do- like it says it in your contract. You can't bet. I used you to work took at a. The I work at a here. sport.
0: Okay, respect, respect.
1: No, 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 no. Don't, don't worry. I'm getting there. Um, I worked at a sports gam. I work at a sports gambling company. I can't bet on a certain sports book, and I know that just because they have better odds. Sometimes I know that I can't do it because it's in my contract but the consistency with the NFL is is the issue and i think it matters the types of bets that he's placing i actually do think you should be allowed to bet on games if you're betting on your own team
0: why not we this is why not is, all right so let's let's quickly go to the punishment just cuz you brought it up first i don't think based on what we know that he needs to be suspended for a whole year but obviously the nfl but if he's not
1: how does that open but if he's not that opens the floodgates to everybody else being able to bet
0: right and so it's like when's the last time something like this has happened they're making that statement which i totally understand what but you mentioned but they make a statement
1: that if you beat your
0: wife you get two games right you're saying open the floodgates potentially by allowing you know players to bet and that's exactly why you can't let players bet Even on themselves, because of multiple reasons that I can run through. One, are you limiting it to spread or (laughs) spread or money line? Mm, Because if if we're minus twelve and a half and we're up seven, am I telling the head coach, "Hey, I got ten G's on this game. Let's go cover the game." When we could throw a pick and the game's tied, right? We're so now you're okay. So now people will say, "Okay, what about the money line?" Okay, Calvin Ridley he's betting on his own team to win right falcons big favorites they're minus 250 you don't think he's got a buddy on the panthers and he goes hey let me beat you a couple times down the field i'll throw you 20 g's you now are opening a a very but what
1: about but what about okay okay that's fine that's okay and final
0: point we're kind of just talking about work out work go ahead the whole point Of being signed to a contract is a bet on your team and yourself to perform. You have incentives to achieve. So, like, there's no. I mean, yeah, fifteen
1: hundred for an eleven million dollar loss is the worst bet in NFL history. Worst bet ever. But I think we also need to talk about the types of bets. I don't care that he plays in the NFL. I don't care that he knows more football than me. There's no way to gain an advantage when it comes to an eight-team parlay. There's nobody that can see into the future and know that these... If, you're, if you've are if you been gambling for a month, the first bet that you do is going to be a parlay. Because it's the, oh, well, I can make that much more money if just this team wins. There's no way for the integrity of the league to be compromised from an eight-team parlay. That's so fair. I think the actual matters... Of, I think the actual details of the bet matter in this. Now... If it's what just about a three sizing? team, just a, f- oh, we don't unit shame, Jack. No, no, no. We don't unit shame. Okay. No matter what. I don't care it well, is. I was going to say, if,
0: shame. if, if he had bet 150 grand, is that a concern that he was addicted and that goes to show or that he no, might have he's actually. richer than you and he can do that. Right. So I, I don't think, I it... think it meant, what? What? No, I was just gonna say, if it, it comes to your point. This guy's placing fifteen hundred dollars of eight game parlays. He can't influence it, and there was no there was no intent. And I think that's the huge thing. It was just he made it he shouldn't have done it. I'm bored. Right. I'm bored. How
1: does it make you feel that you've wagered more money on a single bet on the Atlanta Falcons in your life <laughs> than Calvin Ridley has? You have thrown more than five hundred dollars on an Atlanta Falcons bet in your life multiple sure. times.
0: I came on this pod and I said 0. 0.0 Falcons going to beat Atlanta beat the Patriots. They got down 14, bet it again. Like Calvin, you're my guy. Like come through, we can watch the games, we can bet. And then he was tweeting about the whole thing. That was epic. I thought the way he handled it was honestly hilarious and he kind of played it well to where he wasn't mocking the NFL, but he's making others aware like hey, the NFL is advertising with FanDuel, DraftKings, MGM, all these places. You're promoting it, and I'm doing something that has no impact on anything. I don't have inside information. Appeal-wise, I don't think he will. You could probably bet on when Calvin... No. You could probably bet on when Calvin Ridley will be reinstated. Right.
1: Like, that was just, probably a market that opened up right after he was suspended. Exactly. And the NFL
0: is probably pushing that market. Exactly. So... The the reason I don't feel bad for him is I had a friend growing up. His dad was the trainer of a baseball team, assistant head trainer of a baseball team. His dad was the assistant head trainer of a baseball team. He technically, this was back in the day, when we would do our March Madness brackets, he would have to hand us cash and then not put his name on the bracket. That's how clearly they state there is no gambling, fantasy, nothing when it comes to the players or family or coaches. Now, the rules have changed. Players, Austin does fantasy football. You know, Kamara promoted underdog, all that stuff. The rules have changed. It's, it's opened up. But betting on the games, he bet on his own team, Abe. Like, that's where it's just silly. It's just silly that...
1: Is that silly or is what's sillier? The fact that he bet on his own team and could so easily get caught, or just the overarching theme that he bet on the Atlanta Falcons? Both
0: are silly. But I
1: just tweeted at I just tweeted at him, what do we like tonight? So hopefully we can get a response
0: by the end of this pot and give out some winners for the night. Please do. Uh speaking on the sports betting stuff, Kevin Durant last night comes out after scoring ten points, Kyrie scores fifty, and Durant says uh everyone's upset sounds like all their parlays lost. i'm glad after all the trolling i have this much power i think it's hilarious durant's hilarious he totally gets the pulse of everything a little bit dangerous that in the back of players minds they know that they can now swing millions of dollars on first basket or over unders or like you know how there's always jokes about lebron checking his stat sheet or Russ to see when he's got a triple double like Are they going to start knowing what their player props are and playing accordingly? Not that they'll be betting on them, but just knowing the importance of that.
1: I hope so. (laughs) I think that makes it way funnier. I think that makes it way funnier if Ben Simmons came out and said, the reason I blew it against Atlanta is because I took all my unders. I think that just adds another layer of content to this all.
0: The the real layer content but, that that I'm curious about is Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, like these are true blue blood degenerates. Pete Rose. Pete Rose has this gambling on their own teams, on themselves, been going on for decades? And is it hap- because I can tell you, I'm not gonna name the player. I literally know an NFL player, put me on their close friends Instagram story, and posted Their FanDuel bet of Cooper Cup over one and a half rushing yards in the Super Bowl. Put it on their Instagram story. Close friends. But and I so I know nobody can see that. (laughs) So I know for a fact that players are betting on the NFL. Now, they were obviously eliminated at that time. It wasn't their own. Does that matter? No, it's it's still illegal. But how Can can they bet on NBA? Can they bet on MLB? I think it's now changed where they can bet across the leagues. And that's why people are like giving Ridley shit like, but hey, you know, Thanksgiving weekend. That's what people are betting on the NFL. So I think it's a did Cooper it's Cup
1: a, have over one and a half rushing yards. Yeah, he it's did seven on, rushing f- yards. on
0: the fourth fourth down. They ran the jet sweep to him. So, yeah, the bet hit. They posted yes. the winning slip. Um, I kind of wish I screenshotted it. But we know players are betting. We know that there's been Dgens in the league before. Do you th- like we saw All Star Weekend and Bebe was dealing cards in the locker room? Are they betting on it's the just, NFL? I, I, there's
1: I, there's no way to tell. First off, but I think there's no way to say they aren't. Who's to say they're not vemoing their their boys that's in their posse's ten thousand a month check that they're getting? He doesn't say here throw two grand on uh Panthers plus seven and a half this week like there's no saying that they're not but I think the biggest thing about this is I don't think these players have any more insight that we do sure they play these teams and they understand who's good at what and they probably understand matchups as much but nobody ever knows what's going to happen it's an
0: oblong ball that Abe is exactly where I think we get into the danger zone because i agree a former player has no clue a current player probably has no clue unless Joel Embiid bead plays the brooklyn nets tomorrow night brooklyn then plays the next night and as the game's ending they're hugging out and durant's like fuck this like i'm tired of this shit we hate nash the morale in the locker room is brutal he's a little injured there are levels to the the type of information that these players could get. Now, do I think Joel Embiid's betting on line movement? No. Do I think Calvin Ridley was trying to like beat Luke <laughs> do we think these guys are like sharps? injury report? Right. No. But they do have the access, the level of access, that is just un, untouchable for pretty much anyone outside of that. It's the same conversation of, Why are some of these sports books thinking about paying Woj or Shams big money? That's information. It's meaningful information. Now, should Woj, instead of be tweeting that Devin Booker's back tonight, like, did he hammer the Suns? Plus four. Plus seven. They were plus seven. Now they're plus four. He should have. I mean, I was the one
1: who said, I think that this information leaks goes far beyond sports writers and everything. I want the mayor of New York investigated for insider trading. I want to see if he placed a Nets future prior to announcing that he thinks the mandate's going to be lifted. I think sports betting compromises it all. Don't get it. Me wrong. I'm here for it. (laughs) I'm here for all of the chaos. I am here for all of the collusion in the entire world unless it affects my team. But let's not just say Woj and Champs. This goes to 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 the guys in D.C., How do we know that Byron isn't isn't betting
0: on all this? (laughs) I mean, we are in a bit of a budget deficit right now. Gas prices are high. People got to drive around somehow. I think a perfect example of why you can't allow players. (laughs) This is a perfect example why players can't do it. Raiders chargers. The whole world is on the tie. Whole world is on the tie. If one player from either team was on the tie, that game ties. No ifs, ands, or buts. But the craziest part is Calvin Ridley bets fifteen hundred, loses it out on eleven million. I'm just shocked that pro athletes would put those types of Did money. Did
1: wait, wait, wait? Did they ever confirm that he didn't hit the bets? That's true. He might have won. Like like nobody three... ever released the slips. Ugh, those five hundred dollars about... on an eighteen parlay, Jack. Like, how Darren do we know Ro... that one of these photos that Action Network and Rovell are tweeting weren't Calvin Ridley's slip?
0: Darren Rovell buys old tickets. He buys underwear of famous players he buys some crazy shit
1: he buys martin luther king bobbleheads
0: take calvin ridley's bet slip make it an nft put it up for auction i i'm not sure if that doesn't go over 11 million dollars and he makes more than he would have in 2022 nobody I would, cares like that would, nobody cares like i know that. but you might was, you right, might if it was a physical slip would you like, do you think it would be funny to own that? Like, I think that's iconic. Maybe that's just me and like it a would be funny
1: new, to own it, but I would,
0: that's it was like, like the, you
1: being a little NFT weirdo.
0: It was like when we did the, uh, talked about the Porzingis jersey. Remember when he blew the $70,000 bet and he sent him the signed jersey? Like, the content is what we're here for. Um, last thing, and then we'll leave because Eagleson has got like a 12 week spring break never did we seen give him like pto it. no did you did you me. write a sign off on his pto it just told me i, I thought we had a
1: i thought we had a back office hr system that handled eagleson's pto
0: yeah yeah i don't know what's good with that but um he'll be back for next episode in the meantime also he's t- allowed to leave the country yeah, I don't I don't know. He didn't warn me on any of this. Maybe he just can't come to the states cuz we don't really fuck with them right now, but he flew over us. I think he went down to Mexico. He's in the Dominican Republic.
1: Is he? And is yeah, and his air conditioning is
0: leaking in his room. So, karma's a bitch, Evilson. <laughs> um last Sucks. thing, Von Miller is posting on his Instagram story. He wants to go back to Denver. He's So, who can tamper and who can't? I don't understand. Can he and then Jalen Ramsey saying, Rams fans, send me good reasons why Vaughn should say I'll throw it into a group chat with Odell and Vaughn. I feel like we're just getting all all out of whack here. I mean, I also saw that Vaughn Miller
1: was, like, telling Josina Anderson or something, like, I want to work it out with the Rams. But, like, I think players can say or do whatever they want, and that's kind of the funny part about it. And that's how I think KD is the best at it with is they use their platform to just fuck with the general public, and that's what you can because people are so hyper-focused in on what you have to say and and put every word that you say under such a huge microscope that it drives people insane, and that's like what we do, Jack. And we're those people. Like I said, that's what we do. You have the blue check, and we've used it to our – listen, we were sourced. We were sourced. But there's not to say that we haven't thrown a little – little sparkles on 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 the internet to see who could who would bite at it and that's what these players are doing and i'm and i'm here for it It just cause as much chaos you know what this comes down to jack it's not that deep it's Mm. fucking sports it's a ball bouncing listen i lose sleep over it and i've been had mental health over it and calvin ridley over lost parlays and such like that But it's not that deep. And when players like KD, who I think is a loser, but I think he's the funniest loser on the planet, are finally realizing that, that's when it gets lighter and then that's when it gets more fun. And I think that these players interacting with fans like that and getting them talking is what makes it more fun because it causes these headlines. And in turn makes the lives of Woe, Schefter, and all these reporters a lot harder, which I think is pretty funny.
0: So as you say, it's not that deep. The heckling's funny. It's all good. Where do you kind of stand on this Westbrook thing? Because he could take it Mm. as it's not that deep. They're calling me Westbrook. It's not about your family name and embarrassing your family. On the the flip, though, his wife is receiving death threats. And I would say the same message to those fans. It's not that deep. Like, the fact that you would – would say i want to kill your husband because he's hit the backboard a few too many times that's psycho That is i agree
1: i agree and typically jackie doesn't really hit the backboard he just misses everything
0: um (laughs) well but let me ask you in in kind of perspective of tomorrow night of thursday night's game uh, you're going to be trolling and you know it's not that deep and you may you may genuinely that's
1: that's the word trolling
0: right Troll. There's there's a
1: difference between trolling and there's a difference between. I don't want to use the word bullying because that seems like almost childish. Yeah. I'd rather use the word like attacking or I don't know. But in regards to the whole Westbrook situation, I saw his interview and his comments, and I think it's very funny how articles were written and like in a serious tone. The word Westbrook was used Mm -hmm. in these articles (laughs) in a non sarcastic way. Yeah. Um, I get it. It affects his family. His wife is receiving death threats. That's not cool. But I also think that to some extent, you know what you signed up for in sports and that you get criticism because of how much people care. So to say that the term Westbrook, Westbrook is now like offensive and everything, I don't really sympathize in that regard because I think that that just comes with the territory of being a high profile professional athlete in the NBA. Obviously when it comes to death threats and family stuff and his kids, that's a whole different story. That doesn't matter of on the court. But like you said, trolling is a part of fandom in sports. I think Katie, Katie was asked about Ben Simmons his return. And he said, we make $40 million to play this sport. He can handle that for 48 minutes and collect his check. Like, he knows what he signed up for. That's part of being a fan, and I think that's what it comes down to in this Westbrook situation: is that he he drew it out to be a lot bigger because he brought in his wife and kids, and I totally am with him on that regard. But to say that, like, the t- don't speak on my name and call me Westbrook and everything right. is like, all right, dude, like, that's what you signed up for. I'm sorry
0: final question then i'll see you in philadelphia what percentage of fans in philly will be trolling and tomorrow night will be funny and they'll act like they hate him first like they will take the serious route they will throw something at him they will they do want to see him get injured that i think is like you know you're laughing because you would never actually envision like if popcorn gets thrown at his head not the like not the actual basketball. I wouldn't want but. popcorn thrown at him. I'd want like, like something to
1: stain his shirt, like a slushy or a milkshake exactly. or something.
0: But other people actually will want bottles, not that they'll have bottles, or whatever, hard objects. What, what do you think the breakdown is tomorrow night of people who genuinely despise Ben Simmons? If they saw him on the street, they would tell him how much they hate him. They, they don't want him to succeed in life.
1: 90% of people will take the mature trolling route and just classically boo everything fuck you ben simmons take part of the chance i think there will be a weird one or two percent of people that are like why are we booing him like he got us hard in (laughs) those people should be put down um and then i think there's another two percent that may take it too far but i think that those people won't necessarily be sitting with access to be able to do so like if given the opportunity they maybe would do something i mean there's always people that forget this there's people that do shit and do racist remarks on a random hornets lakers game on a tuesday night like this is just a heightened version of that and i think there's always some bad eggs um i won't be one of those bad eggs i won't throw anything i don't even know what i'm gonna say i gotta like sit down like take an hour out of my schedule tomorrow and make like a joke list um I need to get some type of laughs i don't want to get kicked out i really don't my my thing with tomorrow is i hope they're not like they beef up to security to the point where nobody can like say anything like jack we're legitimately going to be in a position where we could say whatever we want and he'll hear us right like what crosses the line actually the sixers should release a pr like what's
0: allowed what's not allowed (laughs) it's gonna be amazing i cannot wait um I don't even need final thoughts. We'll have them after the game tomorrow. Snapback fam, much love. Peace.